Welcome to Relatable with Ash, where we talk about all things mindset, wellness, relationships, and empowerment. Good morning. Um, I don't know why I felt like saying that, but I did. Anyway, today I wanted to jump on after I made a poll on Instagram about uh, motivation, but really it was asking about like direction and vision in your life. And at the end of the day, you don't really have to have a super clear vision for your entire life or even one aspect of your life if you just can notice like there's a, a little desire if you quieten your mind enough and you you tap inwards there's a little desire that that wants something and and you know sometimes we have a lot of fear around that something for example a lot of women especially younger women might have a lot of fear around um you know starting a family but at the same time, that is part of their long-term vision. And not only is it potentially, you know, a conditioning, but there is an actual desire there when they actually let go of the fear. I know that is that holds true for me. I was fearful for a very long time. Um, and now I'm in a space where I'm not going to actively try for a baby but I've come to terms with the fact that that is a, there is a part of me that desires having a baby. And so, you know, that is, as I said on my Instagram polls and in the story, that that is part of my vision. You know, I see Chaz there. I see a baby. I see a bright house of our own that we own. And I see me sitting at my computer writing on my laptop. And I don't know what I'm writing about. I have no idea what I'm actually doing. And that's what I mean when I say your vision doesn't have to be super, super clear. If you have a head start or a little niggle, that's that's fantastic. And, you know, this could even be a vision around you personally, like who you, not only who you want to be, because I don't want to make it sound like you need to change or that you should try to be like somebody else. What parts of you are longing to be witnessed? What parts of you do you hold back that you wish you could be proud of and show to the world without fear of judgment? Those parts of you that you want, that can be part of your personal vision. So for me, that might look like, you know, feeling safe and grounded within my spirituality when I'm talking with people. I hide that quite a lot from people or um, even just being a grounded person. A lot of the time I will try to match the other person's energy instead of just staying in my own energy. And, you know, matching other people's energy is okay, but if it comes out of detriment to your health, so, you know, someone's really sad and you just sink to their level and you can't help someone in their sadness and then also you feel down as well. And so, you know, keeping that energy up whilst also maintaining a, a, a um, uh, compassionate but grounded 
energy is part of my personal vision as well. I, like, I think of the term loving kindness, which it comes from Buddhism. But we've gone a little... Uh, we've got a little sidetracked here. I didn't actually want to get into my personal vision, but I think that needed to come up and it might actually help you understand what I'm talking about. Other areas that you might have, you know, vision or direction about might be your lifestyle, like how you want to live. So like I said, I want to live in a house with my husband and my future family and I want um, lots of bright light coming in. So like sun, sunlight coming in. Um, you might have direction over your career, um, your health, your body, what you want your body to feel like, what you want your body to look like. So all you have to do is have that little bit of desire. You don't actually have to physically see it. Although I have done a meditation where I've seen it and I take people through that in my one-on-one coaching stuff. But I want to talk about motivation. So it's fine to have the, the vision or a niggling desire, a want. But that isn't going to come to fruition on its own. We have to take action. And I think you understand that as a human being, that things don't just miraculously occur for us. We're not just going to suddenly um, have a beautiful house and a beautiful family. That takes lots of little action steps to get there. Um, even if you want to go as far as saying um, you in, what am I trying to say? You invest in a lotto ticket and then you win so much money that you can buy a house. You still took action in buying the lotto ticket, right? Not an advocate for lotto ticket. I think it's gambling and I think it's stupid because not very many people win. And even if you do win a jackpot, a bunch of other people can win the jackpot. So that means you only win $100 and maybe you spend $100 on lotto tickets. So it's just, it's fucking gambling. Don't do it. Um, (laughs) Anyway, the problem is in not taking action. Yes, but I want to take it a step further or a step backwards and talk about instant gratification. So that's a huge problem when it comes to being motivated to create the vision of our lives. So we all know what instant gratification is by now, I'm sure. You know, you have that desire, that niggling. Let's talk about emotional eating. I've been an emotional eater in the past. Um, And chocolate's a great one for that because as soon as you take a bite of that chocolate, you are you have that instant gratification. Not only is the flavor good, but the endorphins are being released in your brain as well. So I've had a lot of struggle with instant gratification when it comes to writing. So I have been writing a book for two years now, but I took like a huge eight, maybe six month break, actually, if I'm being honest. And I just it was a partially self-sabotage and that's a whole nother thing in its own self-sabotage, shadow careers, things like that. I won't get into that right now, but I struggled to write because I wasn't seeing the end result. And that's a lot of the problem with instant gratification. That's a lot of problems with um, many of us in the younger generations now. And even those of us who are possibly older and are getting stuck on TikTok. So we're actually training ourselves to only be satisfied um, and gratified by short snippets of 
um, videos, for example, but, you know, short snippets of enjoyment, right? It's that classic experiment that was done where they sat children in a room, one child at a time, and they went in and they say, here's a cookie or a marshmallow. Can't remember what the object was. You can have this cookie if you want. There's actually no problem with that at all. But I'm going to leave. And when I come back, if you haven't eaten that cookie or that marshmallow, I'm going to come back with a second one and you can have both. I actually can't remember the results of that experiment. I think it might have been a bit mixed. But the majority of people, especially if you are spending your time on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook, if you enjoy short hits of information, if you, you know, you need to know something so you'll quickly Google it instead of just like waiting, talking to people, waiting to remember. If you need that end result fast, you are the kid who eats the cookie and the marshmallow or the marshmallow, sorry, in that first sitting and doesn't wait for the person to come back with the second cookie. So in my opinion, a lot of people who are successful in any area of life, they are the people, not only successful, when I mean, okay, let's talk about my definition of success. When I talk about success, I don't just mean like financial success or business success or like they've got a family. I mean, they are, you know, achieving their desires and their goals and they're doing so in a way that they are enjoying it. They are fulfilled by it and they're actually embodying this sense of being on the journey and enjoying the journey to get there even if that means some days aren't enjoyable. So yeah, th- those those people that find success to me are the people who are willing to sit in that room with temptation right in front of their faces and wait by taking action of waiting for that person to come back with the second cookie and then they get to enjoy both. So we, like I said, are training ourselves to be gratified instantly or not. We get the choice. So look at what you're doing. Look at how you're acting and reacting. And this is a lot of the time where people struggle with exercise because they're not getting results straight away. They're not getting results in the first week. They're not getting results in the second week or the third week. It's taking a really long time to get results. And so they're like, why would I even bother putting myself through this, right? That's that first cookie mentality. So training yourself to not be gratified instantly requires you to step away from short form videos like TikTok like Instagram, like Facebook, and actually commit to stepping away. I feel like that could be a whole podcast on its own and how to actually have discipline. But when I talk about taking action, what I'm referring to is taking little, even little micro steps, right? Often 
taking micro steps often is what I'm trying to say. Gosh, God, my brain went somewhere else completely then. And Dr. Andrew Huberman, who is a neuroscientist and he does lots of studies on the neurology of our brains and our behavior. He was on a podcast by Rich Roll and he was talking about motivation and he was saying that, you know, a lot of people think you're motivated or you're inspired, then you're motivated and then you take action, something along those lines. His was a little different, but this is how I like to think of it. Same concept, different words. So everyone thinks that you're inspired and by from that inspiration, inspiration then you're motivated to take action and then you take action and then the cycle comes back around that's why on my poll I I had actually quite a lot of people say they wait to be motivated before they take action and I would hedge a bet that these people are most likely the people that are not taking action daily and then not seeing the results that they want to see The truth of the matter, which you're going to hate me for it, but you're going to hear it, is that action comes first. So take action. Taking action is what leads you to become inspired. You're inspired by your own action and then that motivates you. Is that the right way around? I actually think I've got that the wrong way around in like for me personally. I think you take action and the motivation comes from the action and then you're inspired by your own action and that motivation. And it's just a continuous cycle. Action, motivation, inspiration, action, motivation, inspiration. Sorry if you can hear the cat. He's very needy today. And if you don't believe me, I want you to choose something that aligns with your vision. So for example, for me, it's writing, right? I have been this week starting to show up by writing as part of my morning routine. I write until it feels good. So usually that's like half an hour to an hour and then I step away and that is actually motivated me because I'm I'm actually seeing I'm seeing results not like a book is being finished and I've got a publisher lined up and all of these things but I'm I'm seeing myself actually write and that is inspiring to to be able to say I can show up for myself each morning towards my personal vision that's amazing and And it keeps me taking action and the action keeps me motivated. In saying that, I'll give you an example of, you know, how taking action doesn't always feel motivating and inspiring. So, so many writers, people who it's their career to be a writer, whether that's fiction or nonfiction, they show up every day, even if they don't feel like it one day or are writing terribly. Writers don't just give up because they're not in the mood or because the book isn't looking like it's finished yet. In saying that, people, there are writers that do get that way, but people who enjoy the process of writing don't just enjoy it because they're good at it. 
it's because they continue to show up for themselves every day and they continue to learn about themselves. And if we think about this analogy in terms of a relationship, you don't give up on a relationship just because you're not in the mood or just because you're not married with babies yet. So you don't give up just because you're feeling a little off for a week or you don't get up um, give up on your relationship just because you're not at the end result where you want to be, where you want to be married and have babies. So why are you doing that in other areas of your life? I've been going through this recently quite a lot, like I said, with my writing, but also with my body. I stopped eating the way that felt good for me because it was easier, in quotation marks, not really easier, I was more satisfied by that instant gratification of having like sugary snacks. But I know that there always comes a slump for me after eating sugary snacks and I, you know, I was so chasing that feeling that I would just eat shit and so I, I I sat down with myself and I was like okay what is my vision for my body how do I want to feel within my body and I want to have a more stable energy flow more stable energy throughout the day sugar does not help that I want to have better skin sugar does not help that and so I'm able to see from that Okay, well, what do I need to be doing instead that will allow me to have the body or the health that I want to have? And another one that came up was around exercise. I'm not showing up consistently to exercise, which is okay. Sometimes we need to adjust ourselves, right? But If I'm not feeling like my body is at its optimal health, so I was getting aches and pains, I was struggling to, um, not struggling to lift things again, but I noticed I was starting to get sore again and I'm quite an active person. You know, I do a lot of things around the house. I'm quite physically active. I do massage and I do facials. And so all my muscles need to be at a certain strength in order for me to consistently be doing these tasks. And that just wasn't happening because I wasn't exercising again because I, as they say, fell off the wagon. And so I remembered this idea that, you know, you need to take action in order for you to be motivated and inspired. So I decided, okay, at least every second day, I'm going to exercise. Now, keep in mind, I move my body every morning. I do yoga or I dance But I wanted something more than that. My body wants something more than that. And I want something more than that for my body and my health in general. So I've started taking action daily to ensure that I'm looking after my body and creating that vision for myself right now. It's also a matter of tuning into, and I think I mentioned it before, but how you want to feel when you have that vision. So how do you want to feel when you have that family? So the, you know, let's say you're me. How do I want to feel when I am 
10 years in the future, I've, I've woken up, I see Chaz lying in bed and I see a baby next to him. How do I want to feel in that moment? Because it's great to want those things. But so many, where so many people go wrong with their goals and their vision is that they're like, I have the thing. Now what? I have the thing and it's not as satisfying as I thought it would be. Eating chocolate's way more satisfying than this. So focusing on what does that vision bring to you and how can you create that in your life right now? So that vision of a family, right? When I tap into that, what it allows me to feel is loved, is giving of love, caring, to want to nurture um, a sense of community and love. And so my question to myself, like I said, which is my question to you, is how do you bring that, how can you, or what can you do to bring that feeling into your life right now, especially in regards to that vision? So that vision to me is about relationships. So how can I be, or what can I do to be more nurturing and more caring and receive more love and give more love in my relationships now. And so since working on that, my relationship with Chaz has just seen this beautiful deep dive into more love. And I didn't think it was possible. Like we've been together for six years now and I am so surprised when we find a deeper way to connect and love each other. And it's amazing. And But even beyond that, right, my relationships with my friends, people that I haven't spoken to a long time, I who I actually care about and I see them on social media, I audio message them. I go, hey, you've been on my mind lately. I just wanted to check in and see how you're doing. Sending you lots of love. And connecting from there, welcoming more love into my life. And even with my family, right? So my my mum and my dad and my sister and my mother-in-law and my brother-in-law. Like how can I, with all my relationships, invite in that feeling that I want for my future life into my current life now? That's huge. And once you unlock that, you realize how much you have right now. You step out of this lack mindset into this abundance mindset. You're like, holy shit, this is so fulfilling. And so how can you do that for your vision in whatever area of your life you want to focus on? So if you haven't done this work before, I recommend you focus on one area of your life. And I would steer away from career right now because everything else is more important than your career. Everything. I don't care if the, if you're a business owner. I'm a business owner. I own two businesses. Your personal vision for how you want to be. Your relationships. Not just not just your partner, but your family and your friends. Let's focus on those, right? 
or just your just family in general. I would call everyone who is within my circle, my family. Your lifestyle. So do you want to be busy all the time? Do you want to slow down more? And if so, what does that give to you? If, to, if What would slowing down give to you? What would that allow you to feel? And then how can you create that feeling now? Not just how can you create that lifestyle now. That's great. That's important too. But how can you create that feeling now? The answer is probably changing something about your lifestyle anyway. So that's a funny one. <laughs> um, your health and your body. Personal could even be the way that you talk to yourself. So pick one of those and do what I just said in the past like 10 minutes. (laughs) Don't feel like repeating myself. So then the next step beyond that is committing daily to that vision, that desire, even if it's small, even if it's scary, and even if you're only committing 10 to 20 minutes a day to it, make it happen. We are so good at making excuses for reasons why we should not take action. And I just wrote about this in my book, actually, about ego and wanting to stay comfortable and stay safe. How can we commit daily, even if it's only 10 to 20 minutes a day to that to that one area of life that I told you to focus on. How can you do that? Make it happen. Make space. Carve out time. Put down the phone. Tell your loved ones that you're going to take out this extra 10, 20 minutes to yourself to do this or to do that and ask if they can help you, support you and adjust. This is easiest to do, and you're going to hate me for it. This is easiest to do if you wake up earlier in the day, which means going to bed earlier at night, which means putting the screens down earlier at night, which means, which is so fucking simple. This is, you got to remember what this is for, right? And who this is for. When, when you are struggling to get up in the morning, when you don't, when you want to hit snooze, you have to remember why you're waking up earlier. What's your why? I'll tell you your why. Your why is that personal vision. And what's that personal vision? I want to feel like I'm radiating joy and talk to myself in a way that is more loving. Okay, why? What does that bring to you? It makes me feel loved. It makes me feel joy. It makes me feel fulfilled. It makes me feel at peace, like I'm enjoying life. Okay, that is why you are waking up earlier in the morning. Do you want to feel more love, more joy, more fulfillment? Yes, of course I do. Okay, cool. That's why you're waking up. That's why you're setting your alarm earlier. That's why you're not hitting snooze. 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 (laughs) That's your why. Your why is not just, I want babies in the future. That's not your why. Your why is deeper than that. And I am so more than happy 
to work through this with you. If I know you, if I don't know you, if you think it's awkward, I don't think it's awkward at all. I know how important this is. If you want to work through this, then book one of those one-on-one, one-off sessions where we can dive into your why. But back to what I was saying, it's easiest to commit to this practice, this little bit of action daily, if you put it in your morning routine and making a morning routine. Not only are you making it easier for yourself to actually take action on this thing and actually have, you know, time carved out where you're going to commit, where you have discipline, but you're also, and this is the most important part, proving to yourself that you come first. Every morning you are proving to yourself before your children wake up, before you spend time with your partner, before you go to work, before you start working, before you jump on your phone, you are proving to yourself that you come first, that you are more important than all those things. And that is self-love in itself, right? Your, our brains are always looking for evidence and they love to do this. Love it. Absolutely love it. Love to look for evidence. This is our ego, actually. Loves to look for evidence why not to change. It likes to hold on to the evidence as to why we aren't worthy or aren't good enough or don't deserve it. And that's, that's also leading into self-sabotage and secondary gain. Oh, that's a whole... God, there's a whole other podcast in itself. I'm going to write that down because... Uh, <laughs> That's a huge one that we'll get into. But your brain is always looking for evidence. And so maybe it's time to stop feeding it so much evidence into unworthiness and not feeling good enough and we can't have nice things, right? Maybe it's time to feed your brain the evidence that you are worthy, that you do come first. And not only that, that you can show up for yourself, that you are your best supporter, that you're your number one supporter. So if I'm to summarise... Spend time finding your vision. If you don't want to do that, if you can't find your vision, what do you desire most in your life right now? From that, big or small, certain or uncertain, just take action. Look at your why. Why, what is the why behind that desire or that vision, that little niggle? And keep asking why, for what purpose? Commit daily to taking that action. 
Start that morning routine. Wake up a little earlier. Drop the things that are continuing the cycle of instant gratification. Remember your why. And prove that you are worth all the effort. So nobody asked for this topic specifically. However, I have pulled cards for myself today and I wanted to share them with you because I think they will resonate. So the first card that I pulled is just says no. It says wait, postpone, pause and say no. And so this card is all about not always taking action. Action is important, yes, but sometimes we need to sit back and we need to process what's been happening for our lives. Even just taking a step back from all the mental chatter that's been happening for us and and giving ourselves a bit of a break. And then the second card that I pulled is called Share Your Voice and it's a a girl sitting in a cave looking out into the vastness of the universe and the ocean and the pyramids and the quote on the card is come out of the cave, persecution and expression. So this card is a good sign to, you know, share where you're at, whether that's with yourself as in, you know, writing in a journal being honest with yourself about where you're really at and what you've been feeling, you know, maybe even doing something creative like artwork to express your feelings, not necessarily in um, a sit down serious way, but in a, in a fun, creative way that allows you to process your feelings. And sometimes this can also be, you know, sharing your voice with those around you, people who, you know, have been feeling similar to you and saying, Hey, actually I can completely understand where you're at and what you're feeling. And, you know, this is what I've been going through as well. You know, we're both shifting through it. So those two cards together are really powerful. It's, it's all about, you know, speaking your truth and at the same time, also not feeling like you have to take action straight away. There are some of us who, you know, as soon as we have an idea, we feel as though we need to take action and that's not necessarily always the case. Sometimes we need to just allow things to unfold a little bit before we take action. We need to allow ourselves to have a bit of a breather. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to that too. No, and when I see no and share your voice come up at the same time, sometimes I can also be about putting boundaries in place. So, you know, where do you need to speak up? with other people you know what boundaries do you need to put in place with other people but most importantly what boundaries do you need to put up for yourself where are you overstepping your own boundaries before we can commit to you know telling other people they're wrong for stepping over this line where are you first doing that yourself because the frustration that you feel towards other people you're most likely feeling it towards yourself too so where are you overstepping your own boundaries having accountability with that understanding where that is and then simply not doing that so you know not taking action on that thing for example 
Um, a great example is the other night I, you know, I have a, a boundary around scrolling on my phone and I just really wanted to numb out. I was sick of feeling other people's things. And so I just scrolled, 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 scrolled. And I was left feeling so shitty and I overstepped my own boundaries. And so now when other people have been stepping, overstepping boundaries that I've, you know, I've put in place, I'm feeling an array of feelings because at the end of the day, I'm overstepping my own boundaries as well. I'm not giving myself that safe space and that freedom to be able to, you know, feel how I want to feel and welcome in all those good things. So that's the cards that I pulled today. If you resonate, I would love to hear. If you would like a card pulled for you, please feel free to send me a suggestion for a podcast topic that's close to your heart that, you know, maybe you perhaps need answers on. And, um, you know, if that gets picked, then I'll pull a card for you at the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's my new outro. <laughs>